Welcome back. This is Nope, I'm Scared. I'm Alexa. I'm Ella. And hi. And hi. How are you guys and doing? Happy Spooky Day, whichever day it is. Um, I think it'll be. I think it'll be <laughs> the seventeenth. So, like, did you guys go out and see the blood moon in my sign of Scorpio? Amazing. Probably. Hopefully, there's no clouds, so I can see it. You know, because it's Oregon. Right, yeah. Let us know how the retrograde is treating all of yeah, you. Yeah, that, that's the thing as well. Um, how's your technology? How's your conversations? Going okay? Be patient. Right, we'll, we'll see how this episode goes with technology-wise. We're both, you know, we're moving, so everything's super echoey right so, now. So yeah, if we sound a little weird, I'm, I promise you I'm trying to fix it in post, but um, we are literally five days from across state moving um so there's in ella's room she is like ready to go in my room everything is off the walls pretty much um so i'm worried about things bouncing around and i'm a little worried about recording fresh into our new place because it's gonna take time to set up and that's gonna make it even worse so we'll see. And then we're trying to work on a yeah. new space and soundproofing, whatnot. Comfy chairs would be nice. Mm-hmm. So it's a work in progress. Um, also, we haven't recorded since the Supreme Court leak, which is a whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. Just we don't I don't really want to say too much because that's not our podcast kind of thing. There's so many, so many other people that have created platforms speaking out about injustices and politics, and I highly just say go listen to them. Just know we're mad. We're not okay with it. Um, Like, we're privileged enough to live in places that if it does get overturned, it's still available to us, but we're very much, like, thinking about all the people that are not within these states and just, in general, mad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it's been like a solid two weeks of just nonstop anger, at least on my end. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then, but in good news, I, I saw an article that I posted on our Twitter that said that they think that they know who took Madeline McCann, and they think they've finally solved her crime after 15 years. Hey. So I posted that on our Twitter. Go read it. They're still kind of keeping details close but they think that they have the guy because they think that his alibi is complete trash at this point so so yeah well more to, more to come i'm guessing okay is that all the updates you've done anyway, i think so i don't really i don't want to just dial out a bit and just listen to stories okay well i know we had talked about compiling a bunch of little stories but I didn't do that. No, I mean, I'm proud of I you just for found not. Uh, yeah, I, I found a story. I went, okay, I can I can use this. This is fun. Okay. So this story is about a girl named Eleanor Zugan from Romania. Romania. That's where her name so comes from. So I wasn't from. really off-brand when I said, that sounds like a vampire. Fair. All Romania is point. vampire, right? I'm dumb American. <laughs> Everything about Romania is vampires. Um, 
all vampires. But this is not a vampire story. I will say... It, this feels a little bit like Carrie. Okay. I will say, I also guessed Elizabeth Bathory, and she went... Like Fat Amy in Pitch Perfect when asking, answering why she has <laughs> Bumper's <laughs> number. <laughs> so I always get nervous when that's Ella's response to like literally anything. <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> Did you eat donuts? <laughs> I don't. I don't like where any of this story is going, no matter the situation. <laughs> when she makes that sound. Well, it's not as bad as Elizabeth Bathory, and it doesn't affect a whole bunch of people, and it's not mass murder, so. Okay. Is it spooky? It is spooky. Okay. I'm excited. Yeah. I miss I miss uh, Halloween, and I miss fall, because it's, like, coming into summer, and I, I don't like it. Go away. Yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, it's, like, uh, it's like Carrie, a little bit. Okay. This will be fun. Okay. So, Eleanor Zugan was um, a Ramonian preteen like puberty aged girl when everything started going to shit she was the heart of a series of violent paranormal phenomena okay like um like poltergeisty activity like, kind like of. carrie or like nora from one of my books or um what else oh oh like that uh that new movie with zach efron where he's got a child that likes fire I have no. I heard Zac Efron was a dad, and people were like, "How am I this old to see Zac Efron being oh my dad?" God, he's like that in movie? his thirties. He's older than me, and I'm twenty six. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, okay. It's weirder to me people that Johnny age. Depp is like sixty. I think almost. That's weirder. But anyway, or um, okay, yeah. So anyway, he has this. <laughs> there's this movie. I think it's Blumhouse. Um. And, like, he has this daughter, and she, like, when she gets angry, she starts fires. And, like, the tagline is that, like, she walks down outside and, like, or there's, like, a voiceover that she's going, or it's just, liar, liar, pants on fire, because she has fire powers. Like, that's all I know. That's all I know about this trailer. I'm probably not going to see it. Is it Firestarter? Yeah, I'm probably not going to watch that movie. <laughs> I keep seeing pictures for that. Okay. So, anyways, kind of like that. The activity began around 1925 when she was 11. Okay. So, that is the time frame we're working with. Jazz. After she had an argument with her grandmother, her grandmother's home was struck by a shower of stones, including porcelain and brick. Okay. All, all that fun stuff. I have a question about that. How big were the stones? Because a shower of stones sounds like hail to me, but instead of ice, it's like literal stones. But like... I have crucially not hail in parentheses. <laughs> like you knew I was going to ask that question. <laughs> I mean, you know, hail. Were they big? Bigger than hail. I mean, hail it can didn't get give pretty me exact big. sizes, but it's bigger than hail. Okay. Anyways, stones, porcelain, brick, not fun stuff to be hit mm -hmm. with. Um, anyways, this smashed through, you know, all the windows, destroying parts of the house. Um, and the family, like, ran outside to see what was happening. Um, once they, like, once everything stopped and they went back inside, they discovered that most of the debris that was aimed at the house was aimed towards Eleanor. Aimed towards so, Eleanor. Mm -hmm, all of the shit was like coming 
at her. So shit was just trying to take her out. They were like, too much power, gotta go. Because <laughs> that's typically not how this um, is. Like, children who... Normally it's towards the person you're angry at. If, if we're having a person that is, you know, experiencing um, like telepathic stuff because of a poltergeist, because they say that sometimes it can ha- happen... I don't know how valid this is, but they can say that people, when they're younger, if they're having trouble expressing their emotions, it can, like, it literally come out of them in, like, the ways. And, like, I've seen stories about people, like, unconsciously twisting stuff into knots. I've, you know, like, pulling, pushing people, breaking things. But I don't necessarily Mm -hmm. know the credibility of all of that. And I don't definitely have not looked into the science of it. I got nothing for you on that mm-hmm. front. I think it's cool. I think it is cool, but most of the time I'm just like, yeah, that that's yeah, I, I believe it and I don't really need to look into it further. But it, it would be fun to do, maybe. Okay, so all trying to get got this girl. Yeah, all trying to get got this girl. And then after this like first episode or something, it just kind of kept happening throughout you know, the next year or so of just, like, things in her house, like books or pots and vases and things, just all directed towards Eleanor, and eventually her grandparents were like, you know, fuck this. I don't like you enough to have you ruined my home. Okay. Um, Ah, yes, those doting grandparents. (laughs) The best grandparents. The picturesque grandparents. So they sent her back to her parents... I, I don't know why she was with her grandparents in the first place, but they sent her back to her parents. Money. And it's the maybe. 20s. Nothing changed. Of course not. Uh, it's like. Because it's following her, obviously. It's like she opened a black hole within herself. That's not going to stop when yeah, you kind go of. to a different house. <laughs> mm hmm. So this all continued. There have been reports of, like, plants flying at her and potatoes and <laughs> all of that. It's potato. It's potato. That's not the worst thing to be hit with, I, I mean, guess. I'm sure I wouldn't appreciate um, that, but at least I have food. You know what she should have done? You know what she should have done? She should have walked by a bank or a grocery store and just, like, had and bags. And just had money flying just at her. had bags. <laughs> Problem solved. Just really hey, ready to catch things. We evolve and we adapt. If you're about to get hit with food, you might as well, you know, yeah, just make stuff out of it. Become a niffler. Oh, God, I wish. That'd be great. Um, but it was getting worse, and then eventually she would wake up with, like, scratches on her body. That's bad. And bite That's marks and bad. things that that there's, like, n- no way it could have gotten on her because it wasn't her. Like, they matched up her teeth and everything. Oh, I'm proud of them for doing that because I was like, I mean, she could have done it in her sleep. But dang. Nope, teeth didn't match up in nothing. Did it match up with anyone in the house? I don't believe so. Okay. Not from what I've seen. Creepy. Um, so Eleanor's parents called in a priest to investigate, and the priest also, in his own reports, reported seeing all of this stuff happen. And they tried, like, exorcisms, and nothing worked. And then news about her reached, like wider German newspapers and um, the German physical researcher Fritz Grunwald 
set out to study Eleanor pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, she went through all the failed exorcisms and then was sent to a mental hospital. Great. Fantastic. Yep. In the 20s um, and 30s? No, thank you. No, no. I don't want to be there. Right? I mean, never do I want to be there. Probably not even now because, I mean, they're better, but I still don't think they're great. Uh, at least not mm-hmm. generally speaking. So she was still under Grunwald's care at the mental hospital and things, you know, kept going. Shit was flying at her and everything, causing general problems. And then a few weeks later, Grunwald just dropped out of a heart attack out of nowhere. He was doing something to her. He had to have been doing something to her. Or trying to help her stop it. Because I can't tell if this is something that has attached her to her or if it's something that she is actually having some type of power over subconscious or not. So either he was trying to help her get rid of it and the thing that's attached to her was not happy about that. Or she's doing it, he did try to do something to her. I don't know. This entire story doesn't really make clear what exactly is happening. You know, I love those stories. Why'd you tell me a story that has no answer? Oh, that's why we like Unsolved Mystery. (laughs) Anyways, uh, after he died, you know, the mental hospital just did what mental hospitals do, and she was treated like a witch and a heretic and all that fun stuff. Because women. Eventually, shortly afterwards, her case turned around when... Uh, Countess Zoe Willisso Sarecki of Austria picked up where Grunwald had left off, and she took Eleanor from the mental hospital and put her in the Countess's home in Vienna. Okay. So, considerably an upgrade. Yes. Um, And the Countess just kind of kept close watch and had doctors look at her and observation and all that. Why did she take such an interest um, in her? I don't know. Rich people are weird. Uh, what do you mean? I don't know. I think that's there's still it's still fishy because I don't think a lot of rich people do things. I mean, out of curiosity, sure, but out of curiosity to help another person, I don't think so. So what is happening? I don't know. If she's doing it to help another person. I think she just wants to like see the paranormal side of it. Yeah, that I, that I could understand. Sort of. I mean, rich people don't do things for other people. That's what I'm saying. I was like, why is she spending all this money on doctors for a girl that she does not really know? Um, and then, like... No, I think she just wants to see the paranormal. I mean, I guess, I guess rich people re- be rich people in. Because, like, if I saw that and I was like, man, that sucks. But, like, please don't live with me. but i don't want you anywhere around because i mean maybe it's not getting thrown at me but like something is going on here i'll here i'll give you this onyx and some uh some some herbs for blessing and i will (laughs) you just get some nice rocks here's some rocks and a talisman have a good one ever the best Yeah, but, you know, this lady was rich enough to have multiple rooms in her house, so what she did was she restricted Eleanor's movement to, like, only a few rooms, and only, like, the activity was only happening in the rooms where Eleanor was, or in the rooms, like, directly next to her. Hmm. So they were, like, trying to find the range of how far it could go. Okay. Um... But it became, like, things like ink bottles were flying, and Eleanor's boots just filled up with water one day. What? 
object and objects like disappeared and reappeared and toys were flying around the uh, various rooms and furniture moving and uh, sometimes voices and all that. Wild. Mm-hmm. And then Eleanor began to go into like trances where she would just like start writing things. Okay. It doesn't say what the writing I was, but she would just she like would write. I didn't see anything of what she would write. Um and then what they called dermal phenomena continued going where she would get the scratches and the bites. And she would get, like, smears of saliva on her Ew. where the bites were. Ew. And, like, the DNA didn't match up or anything like that with Eleanor's. You were able to test DNA um, I don't know if it was, like, DNA, but I'm not sure what this writing was exactly from where I found, but it didn't match up. It wasn't her. Teeth marks, nothing. Okay. So the Countess recorded all of these in logbooks. Um, that amounted to nearly 3,000 different experiences over the short time that Eleanor was How with her. How long was she with her? Um, I'm not sure exactly. I think it was only a few months. Because all of this happens over the span of, like, three years. In total? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but the Countess took Eleanor on a tour of some major cities in Europe to visit leading physical researchers at the time. Um... Including Harry Price, which is um, a very well-known and very controversial, like, paranormal guy. He started, like, looking at her and the marks and everything. um, And everyone kind of just generally believed she was a hoax. But um, she, like, would have all these marks on her skin that were very well documented and, like, people were able to see her as she was traveling. Mm -hmm. So, as she hit puberty around 1927, so two years later, everything stopped. Nothing, nothing started happening anymore. It's usually not that Nothing was flying. It usually starts at puberty. I mean, puberty, you know, takes a few years. Well, I know, but, like, usually it starts when puberty starts and um, can kind of get go out as you get older with it, from what I've known. Mm-hmm. At least what... F- now this stopped around, like, age 14 and it just never came back. That's so strange. Mm-hmm. So this was something that kind of, like, set off research into adolescent poltergeist paranormal yeah. phenomena. I, mean, I would hope it did. It sounds like this countess was, like, like not pretending but like oh i'm just helping this girl and secretly was like wanted to be a scientist but wasn't allowed to be and so she just adopted a child in to do research for herself yeah i don't know if she went back with her family or what exactly started after because all i have was that she was soon free to pursue her interests as a normal kid but I don't really know how one could just be a normal kid after that. Especially if she goes back to a small town. They're all going to be like, didn't you, like, have shit all the time? Yeah. So, back to Harry Price. He visited Vienna in May of 1926 um, and reported the phenomena surrounding Zugan in the Journal of American... uh, in the Journal of the American Society for Physical Research in August of 1926. Okay. His writing is out there still. Um, he found the phenomena genuine on Price's, um, in Price's writing. 
Uh, the Countess and her protege then came to London for an investigation at the National Laboratory of Physical Research. The case was reported in the NLPR Proceedings, Volume 1, Part 1, January 1927, and widely discussed in the press. So, kind of everyone was talking about it. Mm-hmm. Captain Stetton Carr testified on October 19th, 1926. I was present on October 5th when the so-called stigmatic markings appeared on the face and arms and forehead of Eleanor Zugan under conditions which absolutely precluded the possibility of Eleanor producing them by scratching or other normal means. The marks were photographed in my presence. There are pictures of this still, if you want to go find them. We'll find them for the Instagram. Creepy. It's like it's sounding Um, very like that, um, the what was it the Edgefield haunting from like the Conjuring Two, um, with the girl from mm-hmm. London who was like possessed, and like everyone was talking about that as well. But it was I think what the sixties. Yeah, that was later in time. I mean, I just feel like I feel like as a people, we've always been interested in shit that's weird. Hello, we have a podcast, but think of like the. A lot of the headlines that we have. I just think people like to talk about weird shit. I think so, too. So after that, the report of the National Laboratory of Physical Research, um, after describing various telekinetic and apport phenomena, concluded on the stigma as follows. There is not the slightest doubt that our careful experiments made under ideal scientific conditions have proved that A. Stigmatic markings appeared spontaneously in various parts of Eleanor's body, B, that Eleanor was not consciously responsible for the production of these marks, and C, that under scientific test conditions, movement of small objects without physical contact undoubtedly took place. The experimenters, unless they are bereft of all human uh, perceptions, cannot possibly come to any other conclusions. So they don't know what happened. They they got nothing from this. But they did confirm that this was was happening. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, what has happened to Eleanor is apparently this. During her early childhood, when the so-called poltergeist phenomenon became first apparent, simple peasants threatened her so often with the Dracu, the devil, um, and what he would do. Okay, hmm? uh, finish your thought and I'll then speak. I'm just, I'm just going through this quote, so feel free to cut it at any point in time. Why are we calling them the simple peasants had... Like curse her with Like what? Oh, what? God. I'm sorry. It's 1930. Why are we calling people peasants? This the hoity-toity folk of the science I feel like community. The, like at the time, we had like upgraded to the common folk. You know, for people who were of normal wealth or below, like. No, the simple peasants. Also, why call simple is also an insult. Like mm-hmm. both poor and stupid. They were Yeah, this is like saying she was inferior in her birth, full on Mr. Darcy at the proposal scene. And it's just like they were all like, you know, cursing the devil at her. And it's just like, bro, I just think I don't know. I don't know what they were doing, I'm sure. I'm sure people were not very gracious to a girl who was being weird in the 1930s or at any point in time, really. Um, And I know, I mean, there's so many stories about people in the town and children being total douchebags 
to people that are the outcasts. So, like, I'm completely certain. But I have offense at simple peasants because rich people do this stuff, too. Like, you also don't like weird people. You don't like poor people, obviously. And, like, you guys also have all your tears of, like, who is more better because their name or how much money. Like, people are mm-hmm. always like this. So don't look at it and be like, well, those simple poor people were the ones that were, like, throwing things at her. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> you good? No, but we may continue. <laughs> so the simple peasants threatened her so often with the devil and what he would do to her that her subconscious mind became obsessed with the idea of whippings, bitings, etc. Um, at <laughs> which the ignorant peasants said would be her lot at the hands or teeth of the devil. Remove the devil complex and the girl would probably be troubled no further with stigmatic markings. So they chalked this up to the devil, pretty much. They were like, they told her that she was like going to the devil so much that she believed it. And so then the devil actually did take her. Yeah, they were like, this girl is so obsessed with the devil. That this is all the devil's doing. I'm sorry, but people who are obsessed with the devil and working with the devil tend to have much better lives. Yeah, and they're not asking them to, like, cause all of these problems that they are not consciously aware of. I'm sorry, but, like, that's why there's so I mean, like, whatever you believe to be a devil or, like, a darker god or a bargaining god, like, whatever that is in your culture... Because, as we've said before, me and Ella believe that everything kind of is the same, just named different. Um, But typically people who are working with, like, nefarious entities and darker magic tend to be, like, getting things good and easy. And then, like, they get their shit handed to them once that time is over. Like, hellhounds. Uh, deals Mm -hmm. with the devil you get this you can ask for whatever the fuck you want at the end of it though you're mine like so all of that goes to the same thing so no I don't think that the people that are having their shit handed to them um, are the ones that have like made deals with the devil because that would be like she would have stayed with the countess she would like have gone through puberty become incredibly beautiful and rich um You'd, she would not be struggling with this shit. Mm-hmm. So, Being poked and prodded by men who call her ignorant peasants. Ignorant so. and simple peasants. Uh, yeah. So it says, um, if we have discovered the cause of the stigma, I am afraid we cannot lay claim to having unraveled the mystery of the telekinetic movements of the coins, etc. We have merely proved that they happen. And then towards the end of her 14th year, at the approach of the menses, is what they call it. Menses? Um, Menstrual? mm -hmm. Oh, when she started bleeding. Okay. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, She completely lost her psychic powers. I don't think she ever had psychic powers. I don't think so either. This doesn't, like, in what I, in the very minimal that I know of uh, puberty, psychic, and, like, um, telekinetic whatever have you about like poltergeist behavior 
it doesn't it doesn't respond in this way um it doesn't react in this way and it doesn't typically go away quite then it's well and like if it was caused by her well why would it be like directed towards her yeah you know it would make more sense if she had like a sibling and it was like the you know going the other way unless she ate her twin in the womb like i don't fucking i don't know or if she had a twin that died as a baby and was like pissed about the fact that she (laughs) died um and was like you don't get to have a good life because i didn't get one i don't know um, but like this is just um, no, I am not seeing that as the reality no, I am not. of the situation. I don't think it is either. But I'm just saying, like most of what I know about poltergeist, it doesn't react this way. And like how it started, she got mad right at mm-hmm. her grandmother and showered her with like a bunch of rocks. Like that makes sense from what I know of poltergeist activity. They start from intense feel intense emotion that can't get that isn't able to get managed or you don't know like the person that's experiencing it doesn't know how to handle it and so usually once whatever is frustrating that person it dissipates that way but she was still getting poked and prodded she had been moved to probably i would bet her life was mostly better when she was living with the countess so like why didn't it go away then it just doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. yep i don't know i got nothing i just thought it was a fun spooky story i wish you had more i want i need answers i got nothing for you i mean i'm definitely surprised that they did so much research for that time period i feel like that doesn't my mind doesn't necessarily go to the fact that like people would be open to scientific experimentation with paranormal stuff. I'm about as surprised at that as the fact that we were still calling people peasants. <laughs> like that wasn't that long ago. That was like a hundred years ago. And we like, when you think of a peasant, you think of like medieval serfs, like a medieval baker that you know Mm -hmm. like whatever or someone dirty i don't i don't know like this doesn't make any sense to me and i don't agree i don't like that um but that is a conundrum that is so strange because it doesn't behave quite like it and like she was blessed right but i wonder if because I feel like the reason why blessings work is more that we believe they will work rather than whatever denomination mm-hmm. comes to do it. Mm-hmm. Which is why sometimes it doesn't work. And I feel like that's because maybe people were not as knowledgeable about like whichever practice was coming in to do it for them. And so there was this unsettled doubt of um well i hope this works but i don't know and like that's enough to just not not last mm-hmm. does there have anything to say about like what eleanor was was saying while she was going through all of this Mm-mm. i mean to be fair if i was like 13 and this was happening i would also be like what the fuck is going on and just kind of let it happen because i also was curious yeah 
I mean, it reminds me of, oh, I can't remember her name right now, but it's like the girl from Italy, I think, that was possessed. In real life, ghost stories did an episode about it like a long time ago, and they played Oh, the, the, I know who you're talking they about. They played some excerpts of the exorcism mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, I like mm-hmm, couldn't, mm-hmm. I had to like stop listening to it because I was outside and we were living, and it was like dark and we were living on Monterey and it was like too close to the arroyo and like the trees and I was just like I need to stop listening to this right now something is going to happen yeah it is oh come on I think it's like Miranda Annalise Michael oh, that's what it is I had the M from mm-hmm. Michaels but yeah that one people also thought was a hoax and or um like a severe case of mental health issues which i think is even hers was creepy as shit um yeah exorcisms to me are very like just a very odd phenomenon that's very kind of just unsettling if you can hear rock music no in the background what i'm sorry happens. what if you can hear Theo's rock music in the background i'm sorry oh. um but yeah, just just in general, exorcisms creep me out, and I know that some people think that it's like abuse for mental health sake. I think there's, I think I've heard and seen a various various attempts at stuff, and they all look different. Um, and I, you know, I feel like Hollywood definitely plays it up more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I, Josh has his own story about an exorcism, and I don't think he would say that it would be look quite that way either. Um, but that is so it feels in the same tone as the Annalise Michaels situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, Annalise Michaels was also, you know, younger German girl. Yeah. When all this was happening to her. She so. was like, didn't she was like, um, she was. Well, she died when she was twenty three. She was really, really skinny. Like she was like not eating. Uh, when she was like from the ages of like sixteen to twenty. See, that's more in line with what I would think for. Like, I mean, she was, she was saying she was possessed, not necessarily poltergeist, but like I don't know. Something is weird because this all started with her you know getting mad at her grandmother and showing that's why i was comparing it with carrie because all of carrie's powers were tied to her being fucking angry at people well because carrie was getting like detained by her mother because her mother was a religious zealot and also which Mm -hmm. also made her weird but i think that it's like yes she was bullied but i think it's probably started with her mother's religious zealous and like it probably just came out of Carrie in that way and then it just got worse because of Carrie's powers and then she just became like a town pariah because of it but also Carrie's powers were always directed externally same thing it's it's it was Mm -hmm. like a defense mechanism which is what I have come to know of what poltergeisty stuff is if it gets tied to a child it's like it's their for whatever reason, their un- inability to communicate their emotions comes out in, um, like, physical ways. 
but the the biting, the scratches, the saliva, I have never heard of before. Um, nor does I mean, like in the grand scheme of things, a poltergeist encounters, it's like the stones doesn't really make sense either. Mm-hmm. Well, that was very very odd. Yep. A little bit of a shorter episode, but you know. Yeah, stick with us. It's, you know, we've told you that we guys have been moving. Like, we're moving in together. We're going to create a studio space for both of us. Um, And then we're going to see what else we can do now that we're more accessible to each other. Hell yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Please keep rating and reviewing because we'd like to hear from you. Um, I know that there's been a huge explosion of people that have been following us on Spotify. Happy to see you guys. Thank you so much. Um, We got someone reach out to me on on Instagram on a comment. Feel free to do that. We'd love to see it. Um, And we should tell them the things. Alrighty. You can find us on Instagram at nope underscore um underscore scared. Follow us, like us, shoot us a DM. We're always having a chat with you guys. Or, you know, just comment under a post. Or DM us. It's fine. Um, And then if you have any spooky stories, suggestions, or you just want to say hi, you can email us at nopeimscaredpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Is that it? I think so. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. I hope you have a spooky day. Bye.